Welcome, welcome, welcome to the School of Radiance, the place to be for all things skin, rejuvenation, slowing aging, and becoming our most beautiful radiant selves, all in the process. Healthy skin, radiant skin is actually a byproduct of what's going on in the inside. But of course, we talk all about skincare and rejuvenation options as well. With myself as your expert mentor in these things, with over 20,000 rejuvenation procedures performed and a double board certified static nurse specialist since 2011 and academic researcher. Be sure to hang out with me over at the School of Radiance podcast check out some of my research. And for those of you seeking one-on-one guidance where we can connect just like this, share with me what your skin goals are, what some of your current practices are. And during that time, we will unpack many things that may need some course correction, as well as this is how you receive the customized approach. The customized cake recipe, what to do at home, what to do in clinic, as well as ongoing support is all encompassed in a one-on-one session with me. For those of you who are curious about the icing on the cake, this is where I teach my seven week tutorials. They're recorded live and you are invited to join with your questions and I answer those questions, which is a lot of fun. Or I take you into my restroom and I show you exactly how to use your products from skincare, makeup, hair care, hair growth stimulating options, at home peels for the face and body, as well as getting into more advanced layers like skin cycling with antioxidants, peptides, retinol, hyaluronic acid, all sorts of great things, as well as my tutorials is where I teach my dermal rolling demos and different at home technologies that are incredible for supporting your skin. So join my seven week skincare tutorials. These are also seasonally specific because each season, the skin does require different things as well as there are different things that we might want to approach in the clinic. Now, for those of you who are looking for that cherry on top experience, you've done the skincare work with me, you know how to apply your products, you're looking for those deeper layers. What is radiance? How can we become more radiant? What does the radiant mindset look like? How do we present ourselves? How do we talk? How do we communicate? How do we really cultivate a beautiful radiant life with ourselves, our loved ones, our family members, and of course, our professional colleagues? The deep-rooted why behind wanting to become our most beautiful selves is to enhance our confidence. And from that, we also have the opportunity to then create a greater community with other like-minded individuals with shared values. In the School of Radiance membership, I teach you how to be in this specific energy to be like a magnet for other people that are also operating in a radiant way. There are lots of us and you are warmly invited to join the club. I really look forward to connecting with many of you, seeing you in a one-on-one session, in my skincare tutorials, and of course, the School of Radiance membership. Tune in for regular episodes on the School of Radiance podcast. If you have any questions, you're curious about which option is right for you, you are warmly invited to email me directly at info at theschoolofradiance.com. And don't forget to check out my free 30-minute training all on skin and biohacking and some of the research to help support slowing aging and get better skin from the inside out. Have a great day and I look forward to connecting with you very soon.
Welcome to the Rachel Varga Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Varga, double board certified aesthetic nurse specialist since 2011 with over 20,000 rejuvenation procedures performed. I'm an international clinical trainer for other physicians and nurses as well, celebrity skin expert, having been featured on some of the world's top proactive aging podcasts and much, much more. Learn more at rachelvarga.ca and enjoy today's episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to today's solo episode right here on the newly rebranded Always Radiant Skin Podcast. I'm your host, Humble Human on a mission here to help you achieve and receive the best hair, skin, nails of your life and help you lead a life full of purpose while looking beautiful, radiant, and having beautiful, radiant connections with yourself and others in the process. This show goes well beyond just looking good, but also incorporates looking good and feeling good. And hey, when we look good, we feel good. And when we feel good, we look good. And it's not just about looking like everybody else on social media, especially in relation to these aesthetic ideals that are basically pushed on us from various industries to look a certain way. Man, I really wish that there was more of an emphasis placed on behaving a certain way in regards to behaving with etiquette and poise and having higher levels of communication and understanding with ourselves and those we engage with personally and also daily in a professional setting too. Wouldn't that help make this world a better, more beautiful place? In today's episode, we are going to be focusing on dermal fillers and what these kind of injectables can do, and also some cautions that I have for those of you listening. Over the last few weeks, I've received a number of messages from clients and also those who have not yet put their one-on-one with me. I warmly invite you to use promo code PODCAST15 and book your one-on-one session with me to learn about which skincare products, skincare routines, dermal rolling protocols, at-home peels, as well as in-clinic rejuvenation could be in alignment with allowing you to reach your skin health goals and also help to sometimes make a little bit of tweaks to ourselves through the aging process. Some of the key things that age our faces as we move through our years and become more wise with time, we lose bone, fat, and soft tissue in our faces. And what happens when we lose these three key support networks in the face is we experience volume loss, which results in sagging. What happens when we leave, when we lose in particular our cheek volume, we start to get sagging around the jowls as well as the jawline. That's why if you were to go into the mirror right now and pull your skin back like a mini facelift or place your finger underneath your cheek in the hollow of your cheek, and lift that upwards, you're gonna notice a tightening to your jawline and jowl area. This is where revolumizing agents can come in handy, especially when applied to the mid face in areas like the cheek. We lose this particular malar fat pad in the cheek that when that falls, we get descent, we get sagging, 
we get looseness and we get laxity. I'm gonna give you a free tip right here. Stop sleeping on your stomach, stop sleeping on your sides if you are interested and without injectables, protecting the fat, bone, and soft tissue that you have. Also leading a healthier lifestyle with reducing your oxidative stress status, with biohacking, which includes purifying your air, water, lighting, electromagnetics, and regular detoxing, as well as taking the right types of supplements like antioxidants, omegas, collagen, senolytics, and different things to help you detox regularly are all gonna help you out. I definitely dive into these topics in my one-on-one sessions, which is where you receive your customized guidance. And then in my seasonal skin camps through tutorials and deep dives on different supplements that I like to take as well as biohacking for the skin. And we do a much deeper dive on this very topic of in-clinic rejuvenation, which can include things like dermal fillers, neuromodulators, lasers, body contouring, and surgery. Yes, there is an entire lesson on each skin camp that I teach on that very topic because each season, there are different things that we want to plan out to do or to not do in each season because say for example you're wanting to address pigmentation melasma sunspots age spots red acne scarring the spring summer isn't going to be the best time of year to do that with in-clinic laser technologies that's why ramping up your sunscreen protection your at-home peels your dermal rolling and your regular consistent skincare are going to make a huge difference However, in the warmer months, this is a time where injectables could be utilized. Now, in the last few weeks, I've had a lot of questions about new kids on the block. And in my experience, I never wanna recommend new injectables. The reason why I started to see this very early in my career, I had a client of mine who received a biostimulatory permanent type of filler about 10 or 15 years ago. At that point, it was about 10 years ago. Now it's, you know, closer to 15, 17 years ago when this individual had this. And then she was exposed to some type of pathogen or her oxidative stress status was heightened, otherwise known as her toxic bucket. And she started to have quite a bit of inflammation and redness. This was not something from me applying This was something that she had done elsewhere with this brand new injectable that was being marketed. And then later we've seen class action lawsuits. This particular product is called Dermalive. This was a very popular injectable for revolumization a number of years ago. And we started to see a number of things, including granulomas as well as hypertrophic scarring. So red scarring, unfortunately to the skin and granulomas that sometimes actually have to be surgically removed and then a scar will be left over, which then you might have to keep up with your skincare, your dermal rolling, maybe some lasers. So sometimes these bright shiny objects, right? The bright shiny object syndrome, this new thing on the market that there's just a ton of marketing behind. You hear a lot of people start to discuss it. And when people ask, especially the general population, when people ask about different things that are on the market, then what happens is the aesthetic providers are gonna wanna meet that need and sometimes without doing their due diligence for sure it could be FDA regulated and approved. However, how long has it really been on the market? And do we have long-term safety data? Early on in my career, I 
took the stance of being a very conservative practitioner because I would never want to harm anyone. However, some medical aesthetics practitioners are kind of like a cowboy. And if there's something new and exciting, they want to be the first to offer it, to speak to it, and to be well known for providing it. But time does tell. And we've not only seen issues with dermal fillers and revolumizing agents and biostimulatory type of injectables, we've also seen this with lasers. So this isn't just something that is unique to injectables, there was also a laser on the market that was incredibly popular about 15 years ago. And what I started to notice a couple years into my career were when clients had had anywhere from three to six sessions with this particular laser, it actually, I would say, destroyed the skin. It made the skin look really thin, like an eggshell and very white. And you could see where the laser technology was applied to the skin. So say for example, the flatter areas of the face, like the forehead, the cheeks, the chin. However, where there was contour to the face between the brows, around the nose, those areas of the skin still had really large pores while the skin next to it looked really smooth, white, and very thin. Lasers basically can have an impact on the way that the skin redrapes through different formation of collagen, fibroblasts, but basically lasers stimulate the fibroblasts to make more elastin and collagen at the end of the day. Now what we care about is how the energy that's applied in the laser then has a, what the impact is on how the skin looks afterwards. So not all lasers are created equally, and I definitely have a short list of technology that I personally trust and use myself, and there are so many different types of laser technologies in clinic rejuvenation. There's always new things coming out, new kids on the block, and I always like to work with technologies and options that have also not only just been approved, but they've been on the market for about seven to eight years because this gives us time and data when pro products are used on the general population to learn about the tissue redraping and the long-term impacts. Because in a study, they could look at, okay, what happens initially? Is there redness? Is there swelling? Is there pain? Is there discomfort? What are some of the quote unquote normal initial responses? However, what happens with some of these long-term responses is definitely contributed to someone's oxidative stress status. So if someone say has had a previous injectable, their oxidative stress status gets filled up, say from mold exposure or from not drinking purified water or from too much heavy metal exposure in the air as well as mold. And that's why air purification is so incredibly key as well as electromagnetics interfering with blood flow and detoxification because of the impacts electromagnetics frequencies have on the morphology of the red blood cell. Meaning when we're on our phone for five minutes, our red blood cells start to stick together like the beads on a bracelet or coins, a roll of coins. And this is called Rouleau. And then we get clotting factors, then the red blood, the red blood cells don't carry oxygen and nutrients in a flowing way, they're kind of jammed up, they're kind of stuck together, and then you also don't get good detoxification and carrying away of CO2 and other metabolic byproducts, which can result in things like your organs not getting the blood supply that is necessary for those organs to function in a powerful way. 
That's why I've been talking about EMFs from the mountaintops because this is, in my personal opinion, I definitely postulate EMFs to be essentially the smoking of regeneration. And tons of data is out there to support that, to show that uh, even just minimal exposure can have impacts on the blood. That's why you gotta get outside, live your best life in nature, and be barefoot for at least 30 to 45 minutes a day, and do what you can to actually shield yourself from electromagnetics. And you're, you're, if you're driving a Tesla, listening to this in the Tesla, or with your AirPods, or listening to this with Bluetooth on, through your smartwatch, anything that's wireless like that, you're actually getting uh, quite a significant dose of electromagnetics while you're trying to consume health forward type of content. So please, please, please listen on airplane mode, use a wired headset and reduce your exposure as much as possible. Enough of that. I've done enough, enough episodes on EMFs. I'll do a specific one on that, but it is important. And then say, for example, an individual hasn't been detoxing appropriately and their liver and their kidneys are sluggish. They're not going to be detoxing what they need to detox and what they get exposed to day in and day out through air, water, lighting, and electromagnetics, simply from living, then add stress into the equation. And my dear, lovely, radiant, always radiant listeners, please know that life events are a sign that you are alive. And if you are feeling stressed out, pray, meditate, give it up to the big guy, know that oftentimes negative emotions are maybe even not of your own. And this can be the higher brain trying to tell us to survive. However, we don't need to be running from a tiger and freaking out about anything and everything. Really put things into perspective. And if you do need some support and guidance, be sure to have your community to support you, to say, for example, pray for you when you need it and do the things that calm your nervous system. So many people are walking around these days with completely unregulated nervous systems. However, what can be contributing to that is toxicity from air, water, lighting, electromagnetics, and not detox, not detoxifying. Because if we have certain accumulation of especially heavy metals in our bodies, it negatively impacts our nervous system. That's why I wanted to mention the oxidative stress status in relation to dermal fillers, because when I have seen some pretty awful issues with dermal fillers, it has been from when I could tell that someone's oxidative stress status was heightened. This is why I wrote my last paper to provide more awareness in the medical aesthetics industry, cosmetic dermatology, plastic surgery, to be able to identify when someone's oxidative stress status could be heightened. And if you are looking in the mirror at yourself and you're noticing that your eyelids are red and puffy, you have a lot of darkness around your eyes, you have redness to your cheeks, maybe you're having, you're even having hair loss and your nails keep breaking or your skin is dry, you're having acne, you are feeling like you're aging overnight or you are noticing that fine lines and wrinkles are happening at a faster rate. These are all signs that the oxidative stress status is heightened. And when that oxidative stress status is heightened, it actually predisposes you to becoming more electromagnetically hypersensitive. So all of this is very connected. When one aspect of our body system is impacted, we actually have an overall systemic stress response. And I do reference this in my latest paper on oxidative stress status and the skin. 
One of the reasons I write research papers is so that I can speak to it having been published because a lot of people aren't talking about this and it is something very important that I have recognized clinically. So then I write literary reviews, pulling all the research in different aspects together to highlight one topic. How do we make the skin better? And it is through very, not simple. It does take time to employ these strategies to essentially biohack and purify your body and your environment as much as possible. But it is one of the best ways to set yourself up for success, for aging well, for greater longevity, and really supporting your body, mind, spirit, energy in meaningful ways. And when your nervous system is not a big mess, you are going to have better relationships with yourself and also with others in your communication, simply because you're going to be feeling better. So when you see ads on social media, you go into a clinic and it's like, oh, look, there's this brand new injectable. Do you want to try it this time? I really encourage you to pause. Just because it's on the market doesn't mean that there is long-term data. It could be approved. However, we might not necessarily know what the long-term outcomes truly are. And I've seen this time and time again with different dermal fillers, with different neurotoxins. So neurotoxins are basically what relax the message from the nerve to the muscle. So say for example, lines between the, the brows, horizontal forehead lines, crow's feet, jowls, platysma bands popping out when you express on your neck. These are things that neuromodulators can help address. Now, the thing with that is actually over the last year or so, new research has been coming out that people aren't getting as much longevity with these neurotoxin type of treatments. And it can be related to having exposure to a pathogen or a new experimental medication. Very interesting. People are seeing less longevity with their rejuvenation by about a month. I had a feeling this would happen because pharmacodynamics take a while to occur. And my track record's pretty good for seeing the writings on the wall for certain things. If you've been a long time listener, you know that. And given the landscape of the medical aesthetics industry, just always have a little bit of caution around brand new things, whether they're injectables, whether they're laser technology, and also even with super shiny and pretty looking and pretty sounding ingredients with innovative ingredients in skincare. Sometimes innovative ingredients in skincare, like for example, the five hero ingredients in a moisturizer, could be hyaluronic acid, it could be different types of longevity molecules like NAD and Matrixyl 3000 and other types of peptides. Now, just because you see that on a product packaging doesn't necessarily mean that that specific agent is stable in that formulation. So for example, when you go to open up that bottle and you're using the product and it's put on your skin, what is actually happening to, happening to the skin aside from moisturizing the skin after 20 minutes? This is where research comes into play. And that's why for the most part, I trust more practitioner grade skincare because of the heavy emphasis on research and development as opposed to media and marketing, as well as a lot of these companies place more emphasis on education. Now, that doesn't mean that all practitioner grade skincare that you will see in a clinic or find online is good. 
In fact, in the brands that I work with, and I work with, I believe about 18 different brands, I spent about five days recently going through all 250 products roughly that I sell, and there were some things that I needed to update. I noticed some formulation changes. So say for example, you go to order something on my e-store and it's just not there anymore. This is an opportunity for you to send me an email, info at rachelvarga.ca, because I'm happy to make a recommendation for something better that I found that I've been able to replace that product. So this is a practice that I do. A lot of medical aesthetics practitioners don't read through the ingredients that they carry on every single product regularly. This is something that I do actually every quarter. And back in the day, I never did this either. I didn't have time. I, you know, was my day was full seeing clients back to back. I never made it an, a point until later in my career to actually make the time to do this and basically take inventory of the inventory to make sure that formulations hadn't changed or based on information that I had learned about certain ingredients was then able to make that call to discontinue using a product. And I see this in pretty much every single skincare line out there. And the biggest thing I'm seeing now is the addition of canola oil in skincare. And this just drives me bonkers. I've seen really weird ingredients as to what people are using. And I know this because during my one-on-one -on -one sessions, I go through what products my clients are using, every single one, and look at the ingredients and give them the yay or the nay as to whether they could continue to use it once they're through, I'll make a better recommendation or to flat out stop using it. I've seen ingredients like BPA, which is a basically a plastic that's estrogen mimicking, which was removed from a lot of plastic containers as well as child products, baby products. And I actually have seen BPA as an ingredient in a skincare line, which is heavily marketed to young women. Very troubling. I've also seen DNA as an ingredient, which is a rather strange ingredient to see. To see an ingredient listed DNA in an ingredients list is very odd. Is that you know plant DNA, marine DNA, is it human DNA? What is it? What function does it serve? Why is it there? I've also seen tin. That was a very interesting ingredient to see because tin is definitely not an ingredient we want to see in our skincare products. And I have seen you know, some other things in the skincare industry with formulators just wanting to make more money on their products. And one of the things I've been doing behind the scenes for years is working on my skincare line and formulations. And I'm very pleased to announce that the Magnaflow on my e-store is my own product. It's magnesium bisglycinate. It crosses the blood-brain barrier and helps with soft tissue formation. And magnesium has also been linked to helping with sleep. But this particular one crossing the blood-brain barrier as per relatively new research is very exciting. And yes, of course, it's third-party independent lab tested. It's in a glass bottle. And you, of course, would not expect anything less from me and made from one of the most reputable labs in all of North America. There's actually two of the most reputable labs. There's two of the top reputable labs in North America. And I was able to utilize one of those labs to create this product for us. Get your 
Always Radiant Skin Magna Flow product right now on my e-store. The link is in the description. It's also at store.rachelvarga.ca. Some of the website names are going to be changing, just a heads up, doing a little bit of a rebrand, shedding the last name, and I've been in a massive transition myself since last year, and happy to say that I have moved through this transition with the utmost grace and ease. Thank you to taking such great care of myself over the last couple of years, biohacking, and have been able to cultivate an incredible community to support myself and have really learned a lot about how the body moves through stressful times and events. And I will mention that if you are considering rejuvenation, a lot of times people work with me when they're going through transitions. Say for example, they're getting ready for a wedding or they just recently retired or they just got divorced or their kids have just moved out of the house and onto university and college. Oftentimes, or a loved one passed away. Oftentimes clients will seek me out when they are going through transitions themselves and look in the mirror and they think, hey, there's some things that I would like to do to refresh my appearance. I'm gonna give Rachel Varga a call and then we have a one-on-one -on -one session and you can book that over at my website and in the description of this episode. One of the things I will share though is that when you are in the thick of some type of transition, your emotional state might be a little bit off and from that additional stress, emotionally, it's also gonna translate physically, spiritually, all that stuff energetically, that is not the time to receive rejuvenation. I recommend, and I talk about this in my paper, to receive rejuvenation when it is clear that your oxidative stress status and your toxic bucket is as empty as possible. Because when I had dermal fillers a couple of years ago into the cheeks, and the lips and the marionette area, I actually noticed my HRV, which is a biohacking metric that we can track, say with Aura Ring, Eight Sleep, other type of tracking tools. I don't wear the Aura Ring anymore. I don't like wearing trackers. I don't wear things on me that emit Bluetooth or EMF. In fact, when I have my cell phones in my handbag, they are in Faraday pouches and also on airplane mode. And I sleep in EMF blankets. Basically I sleep in a Faraday cage. And when I started to do that, my HRV skyrocketed. This is a great sign of recovery and it's a measurement of your heart rate variability, which is a sign that you are doing just fine. And getting that heart rate up is one of the trickiest metrics to improve upon when you start to track these things. So the number one thing that got me a 100% sleep score when I was wearing the Aura Ring and using the Eight Sleep, which you can find the Eight Sleep to help you sleep better on my favorites page at rachelvarga.ca, link in the description as well. The number one thing that raised my scores to 100% on both measuring platforms and my HRV over time was sleeping in EMF protective clothing because all of my organs were getting better blood flow. My blood was more electromagnetically balanced, right? From their charges. We get too positive when we're on our tech, when we're inside. That's why we need to contact the earth to get more negative ions from the earth to balance that overaccumulation of positive ions from being inside too much. And hello, the last couple of years, we've all been inside way too much. That's why nature is so important for our physicality, for our skin and all of that. Very interesting for me to notice with myself that when I had fillers a couple of years ago, 
my HRV tanked, which then led me to understand that rejuvenation does add a layer of healing and recovery. That should go without saying. When, for example, you're having surgery or you've had lasers or injectables, there's a degree of healing and recovery that goes alongside with that, which is going to impact your HRV because your body is putting more energy on healing and recovery. When a dermal filler is applied into the face, there is a needle that is used. So you're getting a little bit of injury with that. And then whether the filler is hyaluronic acid, fillers aren't just hyaluronic acid. There is another molecule in that uh, product as well called BDDE, which is basically a sugar molecule. It helps to keep those hyaluronic acid chains together and cohesive. And then there are other types of biostimulatory dermal fillers. They're not technically dermal fillers, they're biostimulators. They're applied into the skin. Some of them can be using, say for example, calcium or other newer products I'm seeing. It's basically helping to support the adipocyte or the fat matrix. This is relatively new and I would be curious to see the long-term outcomes and at what point does that product stop stimulating things. And when we say, for example, see people that look really overdone, a lot of times they've had multiple types of injectables in their faces layered on one another and maybe don't live the healthiest life, you know, probably smoke, drink, have a bunch of emotional, energetic, spiritual stuff going on that they don't know how to clear out. Welcome to the School of Radiance. This is where I share all my behind the scenes things to keep my body, mind, spirit, and energy balanced because at the end of the day, the way we become radiant is learning how to care for ourselves, not just in the physical sense of things, but also beyond because we are not just physical beings. Uh, some of us are a little bit more intuitive and empathic than others. And sometimes when we are very caring and intuitive and empathic, we can attract people in our lives that really pull on that energy and um, they kind of get their sort of like fix from that, unfortunately. So if you are relatively intuitive and empathic, it is important for you to have appropriate boundaries in your relationships and communication so that you are not being drained yourself and so that you can continue to live your highest. I will also say that clients that I've met over the years between the ages of 60 to say 95 that show up to me for the first time, they've never done anything. Some people just look really good as they age. And these people have dialed in body, mind, spirit, energy practices. And this is what I talk about in my ebook, Unlocking Your Vitality. What these practices look like. What are these people doing that when they're 60 plus, they look better than people that I sometimes see in their 40s that don't have body, mind, spirit, energy practices. They're not right with God. They don't have a solid family unit. They don't have a spiritual practice. They don't have the balancing of their physical exercise in regards to strength and conditioning, flexibility and mobility, as well as cardiovascular. So those three components are, are really important to having a balanced physical form. And then for your mind doing things that excite you and that light you up and that bring you joy, like art, like reading, music, games, things like that. Doing things with your friends outside, doing nature hikes, all that stuff. And then for the spirit, you know, we are, we are spiritual beings. So whatever that spiritual practice looks like for you, it's going to be different for everybody based on lots of different factors running behind the scenes 
in regards to your lineage, your DNA, where you come from, all that stuff really have impacts into what your spiritual practices are going to look like and involve. And the more you lean into really who you are and quieten the noise and reduce the toxins, you're going to get a lot more clear on that. And this is what I really dive into with the behind the scenes practices that I do to show up as a radiant human and help other people be more radiant in the school of radiance.com. Register now. If those things resonate, you are a perfect fit. And feel free to book a session with me at theschoolofradiance.com. There's a free masterclass on there too, so you can learn more, learn some free tips, and book a session with me to learn if the class and community is right for you. In regards to dermal fillers, this is something that can provide meaningful revolumization to the face via re-enhancing volume to the cheeks, the lips, the marionette zone, which is basically right in front of the jowl, help turn that frown upside down, right? And revolumize and support the lower corners of the mouth, as well as on the mandible, the jawbone, to help mitigate the bone loss that occurs as we age, we do lose bone in our upper jawbone, our lower jawbone, as well as basically throughout our body, right? So some more advanced practices include even temple dermal filling. There have been cases of blindness with dermal filling. So these are not without risk and they do need to be done by somebody who has appropriate certifications, trainings, have been doing these for at least a couple of years. Uh, I'm, you know, 20,000 procedures later, I've sort of, I feel like I haven't seen it all, but I've seen a lot and definitely know that sometimes a specialist, like a good old oculoplastic surgeon is going to be the best suited person to do something like temple filling because of the delicate structures around the eyes. Some of the other things to consider with dermal fillers is that they will show up on MRI scans a years later. And we have seen migration of dermal fillers, say for example, teardrop fillers actually making their way behind the eye. Yes, 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 this is well established in the data and the research and the MRI studies after fillers even 10 years later. The reason I wrote my first academic paper was because I actually got quite sick and tired of fixing botched tear trough fillers. Now, one of the first areas that a new injector likes to learn about, because as you know, I teach other aesthetic doctors and nurses how to perform rejuvenation. And by the way, if you are interested in incorporating my approach to holistic slowing aging and skin health and biohacking and really where the future of medical aesthetics and top clinics are, going and what they're doing, send me an email info at rachelvarga.ca because I do have a beautiful and unique training opportunity for those who are wanting to employ the strategies that I like to recommend that I see making massive, beautiful, radiant, transformative improvements for my clients. And this is something that I, of course, am willing to share. I just want to help see more powerful, positive outcomes across the board and stop seeing issues. So when it comes to tear trough filling, this is basically something you'll see on social media. You'll see an initial photo of someone with dark under eye circles, with eye bags, and then in the after photo, immediately after treatment, you will see all of that gone. However, what you won't see is the potential swelling and issues from blocked lymphatic drainage from the filler placed in the lower eyelid, which the lymph around the eyes flows through that soft tissue. If you put hyaluronic acid filler in there, which loves water, it's going to block that lymphatic drainage. 
People have woken up with, I've seen this, with puffiness around their eyes. It looks like they just got stung by a bee a month later, nine months later, nine years later, as well as Tyndall effect, and then has to be dissolved and all sorts of stuff. So just because you see something that is very popular and trendy with a very compelling before and after photo, you always want to be a little bit conservative with this stuff and consider long-term outcomes and really going to someone who knows what they're doing and has been applying these types of options for a long time. If you are curious to find practitioners that are experienced in your area that offer great technologies, this is part of what I do in my one-on-one -on -one work is depending on where you live, I help you find clinics in your area to help you address your needs and give you some guidance on what to do and not to do to save you a lot of time and money at the end of the day. I am here to help the aesthetics community kind of get on board a little bit with the functional side of things too and incorporate some great assessment practices like how to identify oxidative stress status and not contribute to oxidative stress status if someone is clearly already stressed out and inflamed, maybe delay rejuvenation at that point until someone's feeling better. And it's great for you to know this too. And for some reason, I'm one of the only people talking about this in this way, but this is why you're here. And this is some of the feedback that I've received from some of you when I openly ask for feedback. What would you like to hear more about, less about? Uh, what do you find interesting about the show? And some of the feedback that I hear from listeners and longtime clients is that I think about things a little bit differently. And sometimes that's okay. I love you all so much. Thank you so much for joining me here on the Always Radiant Skin Podcast. I'm sure you received some enlightening information. This isn't to scare you out of doing rejuvenation. It's just important for you to have the information to make an appropriate decision for yourself on whether or not something is a good fit for you and some additional insights. Love you all so much. Yes, some products on the market are better than others. And that is something that can be discussed in a one-on-one -on -one session. Send me an email, info at rachelvarga.ca. Let me know what you thought about this dermal filling episode. This is one of the podcast topic requests that was brought to my attention when I recently asked on social media, what do you want to hear more about? I'm here to create content for you, not just for me to talk to myself here on a show to help support you in your journey towards looking and feeling your best. And no, you do not have to have dermal fillers and neurotoxins to look great, slow aging. There's lots of other things we can do too. So depending on your values, your budget, your lifestyle, this is where I come in to help to give you that plan that is going to be in accordance with those things. Because at the end of the day, you don't want to be stressing out over something that you can't afford in the first place, right? I've definitely seen that. Um, so I do offer um, some budgeting tools too for rejuvenation. And sometimes, you know, we can be a little too hard on ourselves and think that we need to look a certain way like what social media is telling us to look, but really you're already gorgeous, you're, always you're already radiant, you're already beautiful. However, sometimes if something's bothering you, you wanna do something about it, there are lots of options on the market. It's just a matter of determining which options might be the highest for you. That's something you personally have to decide. And then what we can do to set you up for success, like reducing your oxidative stress status so that you have faster recovery. For myself, I'm always interested in how can we recover as fast as possible from something, having gotten a couple of rejuvenation procedures myself over a long time. 
I've always been interested in researching pre and post care for faster recovery. So say for example, you have a facelift coming up. Recently did a consultation for Jennifer. She had a fantastic facelift. She does not need another one. She looks fabulous. And some of my other clients are getting them. It's a personal decision. Sometimes a facelift can actually be a better option than doing injectables. But there's also the concept of even after facelift, there's still gonna be some maintenance that's required. So I can have an honest in-depth discussion with you and help share some resources to help you along your journey of looking and feeling your best in as much of a toxin-free approach as feels good for you. I'm here to meet you where you are. That's what any excellent provider should be doing. Love you all so much. Have a beautiful high vibe, a radiant day, and be a good person. Create a beautiful, positive impact in the world. Enter a room and have people notice you for the right reasons because you are looking after yourself. You have a balanced body, mind, and spirit energy to you. And in accordance to Ayurveda, the 10th body is the radiant body. This is the projection, the electromagnetic projection, no less, of all of your other body systems humming along just fine. So you wanna be more radiant? You gotta do the behind the scenes lifestyle stuff consistently. And over time, it certainly will pay off. You'll look better, you'll feel better, you'll have a better relationship with yourself and others. Love you all so much, and I'll see you again right here on the Always Radiant Skin Podcast.